0: Hey, I'm Brett Gornick. I'm Jason Lobig. Welcome to the Live Better Podcast.
1: Best day
0: ever. We are coaches, trainers, retreat leaders, and wellness advisors, but didn't start our careers doing this. Jason worked in public accounting and I worked in corporate retail until starting our dream business in which we help people from all different industries pursue their best day ever every single day.
1: The goal of this podcast is to interview both each other and other professionals making an impact on the world on how wellness is the fuel to
0: do whatever it is in life you want to do better. This podcast is about teaching people to actively pursue their purpose and how to use self-care to do it. We're here to show you how the best day ever mindset is available to anyone at any time, no matter your circumstance. It's your choice and we're here to encourage you. Have the best day ever. Live Better Podcast. Jason and Brett here with Ray. What's up, Ray? What's up? How you doing? I'm great. Girl. How are you guys? She's got the pants. Our girl. She's I do. Cool She's pants. got the pants. If you're cool if you're pants. listening in, you have to go to the YouTube for this one because the pants just make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're glowing. Yeah, they're they're glowing. They are glowing. <laughs> so uh, we've known Ray for a few years now. Um, we we met you a while back and you mm-hmm. came on one of our retreats. Mm-hmm you're crushing it in chicago and beyond so let's just hear a little bit about what you're up to now and then we'll, we'll bring it back we'll bring it around and we'll just we'll have some fun
2: cool um like you said my name is ray wright i'm a personal trainer but i'm also the owner of lady sue lift which is an all-female strength training uh community at this point we offer two different level classes one is more of a intro class that we call level one which really is about breaking down uh, what is strength training why is strength training why is it important for women and then we always break down um our main lift so our squat bench and deadlift um and it's really a great way to introduce women to the gym and to proper lifting technique and then we take what we learned in level one and we apply it to our level two classes which is just like a badass workout um, and that happens every single week and then ladies who lift is now also an online community where we uh, offer four different strength training programs so we can sort of hit, um, you know, that appeal to every sort of worker, outer, woman, goals, equipment, et cetera. Sweet. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. So can you break down level one, what it looks like um, all the way from how somebody signs up for it, Mm -hmm. why somebody would sign up for it, who signs up for it, and then kind of a little bit of the, I mean, we don't want to take away the the magic of somebody showing up but like what can somebody expect and like why would you know somebody on the street want to come in and and take class and then what are they going to get out of it
2: sure so the way that level one works is that you come in and uh, we always start sort of just by giving a little spiel I always I'm I'm a little bit of a control freak and I really like to know like what's happening at all points Um, So I make sure I tell them, like, the breakdown of the day so they understand, you know, what we're doing, why we're doing it, and, like, where we're going with it so we can all loop back around to the top. Um, And then I sort of talk about, you know, why it is that I made Ladies Who Lift, which is, you know, I made this class because I am both a personal trainer, and at the time that I was teaching – or at the time that I made Ladies Who Lift, I was also a group fitness instructor – And I was seeing this, like, really big gap in between my personal training clients and my, you know, uh, group fitness classes. My personal training clients seemed to be really, like, picking up what I was putting down, um, both, like, technique and form. And then they were actually getting stronger and seeing progress, as where in these group fitness classes it seemed to be that – You know, every week was like a brand new day. Like, um, there was just too much going on to really, really make these movements stick. Um, And too many people in the class to really give like that one-on-one attention. So I really wanted to make a class that was um, able to sort of combine both of these things. And this other thing that I was realizing was that, you know, I was getting all of these great physical um, and aesthetic you know, things coming back to me from strength training. Um, and when I would tell women this or when they would tell me their goals and I would tell them to start strength training, there was just this like fear. And this fear was coming from all of these different places, whether it be just like I don't want to get hurt or I don't want to do that because that's where like the dudes are in the gym or I'm fine doing that, but I've done it before. And then somebody, some Dude, like, came up and started mansplaining to me, like, why I should be blah, 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 you know, on and on. Um, And I was like, yeah, man, like, that sucks. That totally sucks. So I wanted to make a space where women felt comfortable and confident, like, being able to ask the questions that they maybe don't have time to ask at a group fitness class um, and where they just felt comfortable in the space. So that's why I made the class, and those are the type of women who tend to come to the class or ones who um have been unsuccessful in group fitness classes who are scared to go to the gym alone who feel like they need more one-on-one attention but maybe can't afford or aren't necessarily interested in you know personal training um so we explain all that and then we break down the squat the bench and the deadlift um and whenever we do this you know we take it's a two hour long workshop so three movements takes you know an hour and a half to break down so we're really going into depth here and we learn them all together and then we break out into groups. So the women get to talk to each other and really see that, you know, nobody knows everything. That there's, you know, the class is max out at twenty one people. So there's at least twenty-one women on a monthly basis who are exactly like you who want to learn the exact same things that you do. Um, and level one is just a workshop. So we don't work out, we don't break out and work out there. We're just workshopping these movements and learning how they can apply to a, a bigger language of movement and working out.
1: I mean, two things that you said that stick out right away. First, uh, and we are... Obs- Can we be the first two guys that go? Yeah. <laughs> there is a co-ed, right? Have, there is a co-ed. There is, uh, there is a co-ed. Your, Valentine's bring, Day one. Bring your boy to lived. lift. Yeah. yeah it's fun. Lovers who left. <laughs> These guys are trying to do the same thing.
2: Hell yeah.
1: Um, two things you said that stick out right away. I, And we are also just obsessed with holding space mm-hmm. to get a desired result from mm-hmm. people because... I think people force results from spaces that is, are not conducive to learn it. For instance, like you're asking women to go into spaces where they do hold and harbor fears of lifting. You walk into any college gym and it's women surrounding ellipticals, any other like cardio stationary device, and then the middle and any free weights is all just bros. Absolutely. Lifting. And it's there, there isn't a, a big crossover space. And I think what's interesting now that gyms are kind of moving to like a more modular format with big turf and open spaces mm-hmm. that that is starting to blend more. But I just think it's because women are coming out of like a more fearful place about, Oh, I'm going to get bulky from lifting. I'm yeah. like, Oh, just ask any guy how hard it is to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like why, why are we, every guy we, not walking around totally. with massive arms and shoulders? Is like, right. it doesn't work that way for right. anybody. Um, but so I think first I want to commend you for that because I think that that's the most important step is not trying to force that in a space where people's expectations are not going to be that. Yeah. People get to come in with that mindset. that like, hey, someone is taking care of me and speaking to me in a way. So, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Where did you start lifting to get to that point where you were comfortable under a barbell yeah. for
2: bench squat and dead? Well, it took a long time. Um, I think I started just like any other, like, woman starts lifting. I started by taking some dumbbells into the darkest corner of the gym (laughs) and (laughs) keeping myself there, hidden. Um, So I was a dancer growing up, and I think that that contributed more to my love of lifting than I realized until like a few years in. But what I always loved about a dance class was that you would come out with like a tangible result. You know, you go in a blank slate, you learn a piece of choreography, you leave, you know that piece of choreography. Um, And when I stopped dancing, I was looking for something else to like do with my body. Um, Group, the Pilates and like, you know, group fitness classes or high whatever, all that like never really connected with me because A, I'm stubborn and I don't like to be on anybody else's time. So to have to be somewhere at a certain time and work my schedule around that, never really worked for me Um, sometimes that like like super high energy like sometimes I'm like uh, you know I can't I'm not there with that either so I was like I need to learn how to do this on my own and so that essentially is what I did was like found stuff on the internet and was terrified to work out in front of anybody Um, and I, I took you know some dumbbells into the corner of a room and sort of just like experimented and then Something didn't work. I think I always wanted to do things right. So I did a lot, a lot of research. Um, I think dancing really allowed me to uh, use my body correctly. It, not immediately, but I could feel right from wrong. A good, uh, you know, body awareness. Um, and it, lifting was really the only thing that gave me that same sort of tangible result from dance. Like, you know, all right, I went in here to do three sets of goblet squats for 12 reps. Like, there it is. Like, I tangibly knew that I did... That work so that really like connected to me um, so I did that and then I think what really elevated me to a higher level was when I came to work at the gym that I run ladies to lift out of uh, Rockwell barbell now um, I don't think either one of you guys have I've been never over been I've
1: not been in Rockwell
2: well let me tell you it's an intimidating space um, it's mainly a powerlifting gym and from the get-go you know um, the, the owner of Rockwell Lawrence was very much like when I started to work there, he was like, Listen, you don't need to be a power lifter. You know, everybody in there is tatted from like their neck down. He's like, you don't need to have like hand tats to like work out here, to work here like like you're good. Like, you know, feel free to like be feel good in this space. And I think him saying that allowed me to ask more questions and like observe what other people were doing and then really get comfortable um, being under the bar in a squat bench deadlift sense, which elevated my training to this higher level where then I wanted to teach that to other people.
1: What do you say to a girl who comes into the workshop who's already taken the first step to sign up mm-hmm. but comes in, like, without dance, that comes in without oh, any yeah. sense of confidence that's, like, sitting there, like, wide-eyed. I'm sure you've had one oh, right yeah. now. That come For in there sure. and is looking at the barbell being, like, no shot. What do you, Like, what do, you, what do you say to that girl in a group context?
2: Yeah. Uh, very much state at the beginning that, like, all of this takes so much time that I did not even touch a barbell for like my first probably like two years of working out um and that everything you know comes back to form that your weight your weight your body is a body weight body weight is weight and that even though we're at rockwell barbell and ladies lift is a barbell based class that like we can take a step all the way back that you need to learn how to master your body first your form and then there's these you know slow progressive steps from there. Um, I think that because of the way the classes run also, is that they get to observe other women doing things, and they get to see that this woman is just doing, or this woman is just doing a body weight squat. This one's doing a goblet squat. Maybe this one's on a barbell. But they can see that you know every body is performing and functioning you know a little bit differently than everybody else.
0: I want to take one step back because we get a lot of questions uh, since Jason and I transitioned from corporate jobs into training. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned going from the dark hole in the corner, yes, <laughs> um, doing some bicep curls and yeah. doing some goblet squats to now not only being a, a really good one-on-one trainer, but being able to lead a group through three of probably the most foundational movement patterns mm-hmm. that are you know, all the way up to the Olympic level. How did you go from dancer to corner barbell or corner dumbbell Mm -hmm. woman to trainer?
2: Okay. So um, I went to college for film at Columbia College, and I studied production design, which was like um, building and designing and, like, shopping for sets. And um, that was sort of why I needed to stop dancing because film takes up, like, an insane amount of time um so when i graduated college i was doing that professionally for a couple of years um and i don't know what like how much you guys know about film but like your days are, are a minimum 12 hour days you know if your call is 6 a.m you can expect to be there until 6 p.m but usually it's a lot longer than that and like i said before i'm stubborn and i don't like people <laughs> that, so, so that was um just like not really working for me so um I was, during that same time, because I stopped dancing, I was trying to find something else to do with my body. So I would, you know, end up going to the gym at, like, four in the morning before I had to be on set, and, like, I would leave at five, and I'd be like, well, best part of my day is done. Like, you know, and I'd be so jealous that, like, these trainers got to um, stay there, and I was like, man, like, I am unhappy. Um, <laughs> so I, I was. I was really, really unhappy. Um I'll never forget like going home and just crying on my bed, being like, I'm 22, like, this is my life. What do I, you know, <laughs> what am I gonna do? I'm so old. Um, but yeah, I was just really unhappy and like really started to recognize that. So what I did was I went on Craigslist and I found a gym who was looking for a Pilates instructor and I was like, nah, I, I can do that. <laughs> Um, and it was just like Matt Pilates. So I watched a couple like YouTube videos and was like, oh, this is like what we did for like warm ups and dance, like, good, whatever. Um, so I applied and <laughs> they hired me. And so I happened to be working on a set where I had two days off, which is rare. And I taught these Pilates classes in the morning and they really liked them. And I had a little following and that really gave me the confidence to be like, okay, maybe I can do this. Um, So from there, I ended up asking the uh, manager of the gym that I was working out at, because I had been there at this point for, like, a couple years. I was a, you know, noticeable character. I was there every day. I was like, hey, so can I, like, work here? And he said yes, too. And I was like, great. And he was like, are you certified? And I said, no, I'm not. So I studied for a long time, and I got certified. And then um, I made sure that, once I was certified, I started, I also started working with a trainer. So I learned a ton from just the certification. And then as I was training other clients, I was also being trained. Uh-huh. So I was learning a lot from um, a coach who had a lot more experience than me. And then just, you know, little teeny baby steps from there of just watching everything I could, talking to anybody I could, picking up, you know, Anything I could from everyone I could, you know, what I liked, what I didn't like, how I saw other people like things, not liking things. Um, And I think I just became like a real like student of the game uh, from that point in terms of both movement, but in also in terms of like relating to your client and then being a a personal trainer, a good one-on-one trainer.
0: That's a really cool story. I think it, it's it's awesome because it, it speaks the, the exact same sentiment that, that Jason and I went through. We just yeah. started to do.
2: Right, exactly. And I think
0: that's like the biggest first step for people. And a, a lot of people, obviously, like you know, coming on one of our retreats, it's a lot of people are in these like transient periods or mm-hmm. thinking of getting to that period of their yeah. life. And the one thing we just jam down people's throats is just, like, start doing it.
1: Absolutely. Like, go on
0: Craigslist and find this side For job sure. and just go at it. Yeah. And, like, if you suck at it, you'll realize it. If you don't like it, you'll realize it. Yeah. Or if you really enjoy it, you'll realize it. And right. if you need to get better, you'll realize all of that. Yeah. Like, your Pilates, like, the fact that you went on Craigslist and did that is, well, like, is like sure literally did. the reason, though, like, where you're at now. If Absolutely. you would have never done that, you would be yeah. on some film set and you would Miserable. just be dreading it. And, Absolutely. and for somebody else, like they want to get into the film game. And so mm-hmm. the way that they need to do it is like sign up for a film class or like yeah. go on set and hold the freaking microphone
2: for sure and
0: get your foot in the door. Yeah. Um, and so I think that it's just so cool because like you just hustled yeah, and you just I'm... grinded it. And I mean, you're still grinding and hustling <laughs> yeah. and it never ends. Like yeah, that's, that's also good. the fun part. Totally. It just never ends.
2: Yeah. My mom, I'll never, I couldn't even tell you. Where, when, and honestly, it might have been a George Clooney quote, but (laughs) I'll never forget her, like, telling me that she read a quote, maybe from George Clooney, that was something, like, about basically just, like, shooting your shot. Like, there's no point in not shooting your shot because it's a 50-50 chance. And if it works, then you're taking those steps ahead. And if it doesn't work, then you're literally just right back where you started. Like, you're not taking steps back. Yeah. You're just where you were before. And something about that, like... I find that very, very motivating and be like, why not?
1: Well, and conducive to people who will just get shit done. Like, your odds are way higher than 50-50.
2: Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. in your Mm -hmm.
1: mind, before you shoot, you're like, well, I could make it or I could miss it. It's 50-50. But, like, you have skill, motivation, Mm -hmm. discipline, support, encouragement, Mm -hmm. and, like, just a fucking will to get it done, which means your odds are way stacked in your favor as long as you overcome the fear of just, like, not Mm -hmm. shooting. Mm-hmm. not coming to one of your classes because you're scared of a barbell Absolutely. we're not going to like you're not getting scared to teach a matt pilates class because you don't have a ton of math Pilates right. experiences like just
2: give me chills yeah, yeah exactly yeah.
1: but it's like people don't realize that and then i mean we give the alchemist to everybody but mm-hmm. also it's just like once you start down a path like even if you take the esoteric like the universe conspires in your favor like once you open your mouth Then people know what you want, and then they want to help you. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't fucking know if you want a personal train if you're sitting on a film set. No. No one knows that Mm -mm. until you say, I want to be a trainer. I want to start doing these things. Like, no one will help you do that.
2: Absolutely.
1: Which is insane to me that people like people can't read your mind. And people also have other shit going on. Right. So they're not just gonna like stop and look at you and be like, Wow, you look really unhappy. Like let's dig <laughs> right. deep into like why this is to fish that out of you. It's easier if you're just like, I wanna be a personal trainer and then the person standing next to you is like, What? Oh, I work at a gym on the
2: side.
0: Like totally. you come in?
2: Or I'll be your first client. Yeah. Like let's go. Like yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. people do. I think people do want to help more than you like think that they're gonna want to. Yeah. Like people are like inherently like good and want to, like you said, like once you open your mouth, they're like, all right. Yeah. What can we do about it? Yeah.
1: And that is how things build on top of. Yeah. That
2: is magic. That's how sure. you layer
1: on, like, from film set to Matt pilates to like oh, having your own concept.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So one of the things with ladies who lift, obviously, the first word, ladies, ladies. Um, is you are a woman in fitness Mm -hmm. which um we've had a couple other women trainers and and on the show and we obviously work with women in in the fitness game. Um and it's not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of different things, especially in today's media, social media world where it's it's a constant game of of how you're gonna get yourself out there. Um and we you know we we work with this too being a man. I mean there's there's so many different routes in which you can take Um, and one of the things that we just applaud you for is the fact that your entire program and everything you've set up until now is is like teaching a woman to be strong within herself. Um, and like you said that just in the spiel you gave about the why, um, you were just talking about how it's like, you need to learn about yourself first Mm -hmm. before you do anything like with a, with a barbell, whatever it may be Mm -hmm. with a, with a human being with a career. Um, so how do you handle, um, on a personal level, being a woman in, in fitness, keeping your own mind, right. And then also, when you go and translate that to a woman, that's picking up the dumbbell in the corner for the first time.
2: Yeah, mm, that's a big question. Um, I think it's really, it's really hard. And I would definitely be lying. I mean, I think within all of what you're saying, even though I'll, I'm going to add a layer to it, is I think also with women. I don't want to say more so than men, but maybe, the, like, aesthetic part of fitness um, is at the forefront a lot more. Um, and I think that I was um, very connected to that idea and and driven by that idea for, like, a long time. You know, you start working out because you want to um, get, you know a nicer butt, like better thighs, whatever. Um, And I think that that wasn't taking me very far. And then when I started working again, like at Rockwell Barbell, which is a powerlifting gym, it wasn't just guys powerlifting, it was girls powerlifting. And it was a whole, it was an entirely different environment that I had ever seen. And it really, showed me um, like physical feats beyond the aesthetic that are possible and the way that that can motivate a person uh, to continue down a path more so than aesthetics. And then I think once I picked up that same sort of mentality, both combined. So when the focus went from aesthetics, you know, where a lot of, look at any marketing of any fitness class ever it's like burns a thousand calories like tone this grow that blah blah um it it was none of that and people were still finding results that were that were beyond that and that went like to this deeper level and that like, and then when I picked that up, too, um, I was finding the same thing with myself. I was suddenly so much more excited to go to the gym and to do this workout because I was looking for an end result that I could actually see, like, down on the page, you know, keeping track of my weights as opposed to, like, mm, am I, do I have it yet? You know, like, instead of just, like, after every rep, you know, trying to see if you have lost, you know, that flab on your arm or like that, you know, whatever it is that you don't like about yourself. And that's what I try to, you know, tell women coming into the gym um, and tell, you know, other female trainers that I'm working with is like teach your clients that what's going to keep them coming back is the progress that they're seeing like within their movements and like like literally anything else other than the mirror, like give them these other goals that they can reach and like how what they're doing in here can teach them about themselves than just, you know, what what the aesthetic is. And I think that that has taken um, my class to like, and the, and the people who come to my class, like to that higher place where they can see fitness as something that they're doing for, like their mind body and soul and not just for you know to look like the people that you see on like the cover of a, of a magazine
1: it has to be that way
2: it has to there's
1: no other it's way. so hard when you're looking at it like you have been fed you said that like but you have been fed by all of that marketing for so yes. long that that's the end goal and the problem is and it is the single question that I will ask every time whether you're male or female is okay And then what? Right. What are you going to do with a six pack? Yeah. Okay. What does that get you? What does that allow you to do Mm -hmm. after you get that? Great. You got your magazine cover.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That is one point in time. And then what? Yeah. What are you going to do with your new platform, with your new six pack abs are going to be bright and shiny on Instagram? Mm -hmm. And then what? Mm -hmm. Because if that's what you're preaching as the end goal, like you're fucked. Because Absolutely. there will be emptiness on the other side of that because you have no purpose past what you see in the mirror. And mm-hmm. what you see in the mirror, is you suggested, is a byproduct of all of the other metrics that you achieve in there.
2: Right, which was like, so much. If, if you if you even made that same person that you're talking about, that imaginary person, take a step back and go through everything that they did, those are the feats. Those, those are the are feats. The feats. And those are the things that they can provide to other people.
1: And it's just that that is such a hard thing because it's just it's not a quick marketing fix. Like it's not a sexy sell to be like, hey, the service that you can provide other people, the help that you can provide other people on the back end of looking good Mm -hmm. or even any other like selfish athletic pursuit, like getting stronger Mm -hmm. or getting faster. It's like the process is the whole fucking point Mm -hmm. because the carryover outside of the gym where you spend such a small limited amount of your time on yourself, Mm -hmm. like even as a trainer expense, we spend a ton of time in a gym. Very little of that time is actually spent on you personally trying to make yourself bigger, faster, stronger, whatever it might be looking good. Mm -hmm. Um, all of that other time is spent in service of someone else or being better at your job or being better in your relationships. It's mm-hmm. like that is sure. the true carryover. Absolutely. And that is always sort of like, you know, we don't have live better isn't like, hey, we don't have a gym. We don't have like one prescribed method. It, it is that like that is the whole message of our business, which I think we vibed. At. Like the first time we met was a conversation we had in the merch mart. Mm-hmm. Oh, we sat yes. down. I just remember that when Brett said that something, was I was like, so that was the first time nice. we met. Me You're and you crutches. sat down for like an hour. Yeah. We sat down in there oh, for it might a have long been longer time. Than an hour. How did you guys yeah. meet? What was the purpose? S- somebody Should connected ch- us. Ugh.
2: Somebody was like, somebody You need to sit us. down yeah. with
1: this girl named Ray. And I was like, Okay. Cause then the first time we met, we worked we out. Sat- yeah. yeah. And, and in that, I was like, you were, you were, ladies who Lift I was, was like, going, starting, but you were yeah. just kind of like, you were like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't, I don't like know what I'm doing. I'm not, yeah. I'm like, Ray, it's this is legit. Like you need to yeah. keep going. Like, and that I think has always been our vibe with other people who have a downstream message that is above and beyond the aesthetic outcome of what mm-hmm. you're doing for health because you are inspiring thousands and eventually will be inspiring, if you haven't already, millions of women to be like the the downstream effect of, mm-hmm. of lifting like this, of getting yeah. in and inspiring confidence in a gym to claim your space and be around other women and inspiring other women to do that. Like yes. that is the purpose. Absolutely. The byproduct is you get bigger, faster, stronger, and right. you look better in the mirror and all of these other things. And then the more excited you get about that, it's just like the, the snowball effect mm-hmm. of that is absurd
2: for sure it's like
1: a fucking avalanche away yeah. from just like tossing a little
0: snowball
2: absolutely
1: so thanks
0: do you have any <laughs> uh do you have any things that and uh any specific methods outlets people meditations mindfulness practices that you practice when it gets hard
2: Yes, um, and sometimes I only practice them when it gets hard, and I'm trying to get better at that. Um, I just changed around my schedule actually so I can like do more of this because if I told you that I've only been consistent with it in the past five days and that my past five days have been some of the best days I've had in the past like month, like would you believe me? Because like, that is how it is. Um, Writing has always been like a really great outlet for me. And without a doubt, I feel so much better when I journal, like a noticeable difference. So I'll spend um, five minutes, usually, I don't have time to do it in the morning, because I, you know, I'm at work from like five to 10. But when I come home at 10, I'll spend um, 10 minutes writing, I'll do five minutes, just like about my personal self and I'll set a timer and like, that's all I get. And then I'll do five minutes um, just like going off about business and my business. And that will sort of oftentimes gives me, be like, oh, that's a really good idea. And then that'll go in a different journal. Um, And then, yeah, and then I do, there's this book, The Daily Stoic that has like, it's like a calendar. So every day is just like a little paragraph long message about, you know, this, that, or the other thing, like being mindful of this, that, or the other thing. And, it's a Ryan um, Holiday book, right? It's a what? It's a Ryan Holiday book, right? Yeah. I think that's his. And, um, like, and like I said, like, I don't have a, a ton of time. Like I'd rather spend my time like working. So something, even just that teeny reminder really helps me, you know, I don't need to spend an an hour or like read a whole book. It's just like that little reminder that you're like, Oh, that is exactly what I needed to hear today. So really yeah. like those three things um, like are are like my mindfulness, like sort of like meditation practice.
0: That's great. What is your workout looking like right now? What are you up to in the gym?
2: Yeah, um, so I'm always trying. My, my goal is always to get stronger. There's never gonna be, um, you know, and, and going back to what we said before, there is nothing wrong with aesthetic goals like Oh, baby. There is nothing wrong with aestheticals. Like, I have, you know, I, I hate when my clients are like, I oh, know you're going to hate this, but I want to, you know, lose five pounds. Like, no, no, not at all. Like, it's it, it just like you're saying, it needs to be, there needs to be a bigger compound than that. So the goal is always to get um, stronger. I've tried before to not care about the numbers that I'm putting on the bar lifting, and it just doesn't work. I care. <laughs> <laughs> I care. I um, care. So, and then right now I'm also trying to, I'm by nature just sort of a small human. Both my parents are small humans. My sisters are small humans. Um, So I'd like to get a little bigger because why not? Um, I'll be able to lift more weight. So um, I actually outsource my programming um, because I already write like an insane amount of programs. Um, So I don't want to do it for myself. It's so, so
1: nice having someone else uh, do it. Oh my God. Yes, Last so year, nice. I was working with Mike Thompson at Fast and Fit. Uh huh. And while I was coming back from running, and when he was writing mine, I just uh, got yoked in just, a month and started running more and yeah. feeling good. And I was like, this is great when yeah. I can just open it up. Just be like, it's this just what there. I'm doing. And like, I you'll know. do it
2: for somebody else. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I'll help like, other people. You might like cheat yourself in your own program. You're like, ah, whatever. You know, yeah. but you're not going to do it for them. <laughs> so, um, a uh, guy I work with and my good friend um, Cody King, who is a fabulous trainer, super smart guy. He writes my program for me, and I just do whatever he says. That's great. Yeah, it's, and it's fun stuff.
1: Who for me? Who uh, who impresses you right now in our field? It could be it could be in anything health related. Who who is like impressive to you right now?
2: People that I know. People that I don't know.
1: It could be anyone.
2: Okay. Well my coach Cody um super super smart guy I'm really impressed by how much he puts into his like own education like he's always learning something new you'll always see him be like in the gym doing something funky and everybody everybody at the gym is like what are you doing <laughs> what's that teach me so I think that's really cool um and it's been fun to he's not like a huge bravado guy he's like on the I wanna say he's quiet but um He's not show-off. He's not a show-off. So it's fun to watch, you know, somebody like that who's really smart, putting a lot into their education, like, actually get, like, attention as opposed to somebody who's super flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, am I allowed to shout out my own boyfriend? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Carmen Del Mastro. Um, you know, I am really impressed that he he moved here a little over a year ago, and I'm really impressed with, like, what he's done since he's been here really hardworking guy and now he's working with the chicago red stars um and you know i love watching him and talking to him about the type of programming he does with them because he's such a, a a different type of trainer than me i'm very strength and conditioning based and while he absolutely has that skill he's more of like an athletic performance coach so it's been really fun to learn about this new modality of training and he just is like an endless um resource with that and, and a woman, a
0: straight, savage athlete. Yeah.
2: Oh, and yeah, He's a the most, yeah, the most athletic person you've ever ever seen. It's wild. We went
0: to his workshop a couple yes. weeks ago. It was great. Really yeah, he had a fun. really good workshop. Actually, we're gonna have him on the podcast too in a couple weeks. Oh so. hell yeah! And he'll then
2: the woman that you got, Meg. Yeah. Um, another just insane resource Crazy. you could talk to her Psychli- forever.
1: Encyclopedia. Oh my god. Smartest yeah. ever. Seriously. Yeah.
2: Really, really smart. Um. Yeah, I mean. In the online space in terms of training i think i think there's a a few trainers like that i've been paying attention to more recently um who are big in the internet space whose message like i really connect to um brett Contreras, i think is a he's like known as like the glute guy he trains a lot of like females but he gets them really really strong you know and i think he does a really good job of showing women that like Okay, you want like a little waist and a big butt and like nice arms or whatever, you know. Um, you can also be strong as shit while you do that. It's not one or the other, um, and I think he does a good job of of showing that and giving just like real simple answers. His stuff you know? is great. It's really great, it's and it's really just good. so straightforward, which I like. Um, another woman that I think worked with him, he I think her name's Sohi Lee. Um, she's a great. Like example for women too it's just like no bullshit you know no bullshit like I said before um, I don't have an issue I have no issue with like motivation but I do think that like that only takes you so far there needs to be tangible markers that you can see that you're hitting to keep the progress like forward and I think I gravitate towards trainers who are more geared towards that than just um, have, you know, I, I don't know, that it, that it's all all emotion driven, if
1: that makes sense. Yeah, it, I, and we, I mean, we could talk about that for so long, but your emotions can just fool you. Like you're mm-hmm. the easiest person to fool and you have to have some type of objective measurement that balances out how subjective your emotions are. Yeah, It's like, well, I felt good about that, but like, What actually happened? Running is huge with that. Last year, we started running a lot more. Started training for the marathon, and that was big. It was like separating the objective outcome of a run Mm -hmm. from the subjective outcome from a run because both are very valid inputs, which will create an output at some time in the future. Like, even down to the things like your shoes don't feel good. Okay, well... You went fast, yeah, but you felt like your knee was going to blow out. Well, probably not a good idea to lace those back on the next time you do it.
2: Right, yeah.
1: It's like even stuff like that is like matching objective versus subjective is the only way we can create a, a good healthy balance mm-hmm. in the gym as you're reaching towards those goals. Because like sometimes you should step off the like the scale and be like, okay, well, yeah, well, what do I feel like at this Yeah. Weight? should also inform the way that you do it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a hard balance, and I don't think that that comes – with anything immediately. I mean, I'm sure there were days where you didn't feel like in your marathon training, you didn't feel like doing it. And there were certain days I'm sure where you were like, all right, I don't feel like doing it, but I have to do it today. And then there were probably other days where you're like, I don't feel like doing it today. And I really like, shouldn't do I'm it. Not- yeah, am <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of those. One, yeah. And I think that that's a part of like, just like the balance that you learn by doing it is the difference between, you know, just gotta go. <laughs>
0: It over and
2: there. oh, but he doesn't <laughs> just got to do cool. it versus, do you do? like, you know, this is not the time,
0: yeah. With um, with um, training in general, uh, and programming, you mentioned, um, there is a lot in the online space, yeah, and there is a lot going around. So, what does your program look like online?
2: So, I offer four different types of programs, um. One, the first one I've I've ever rolled out was like a custom, is a custom online training program. Um, So that one, like I I basically ask you to fill out like a general intake form and I can learn about, you know, where you've been, where you want to go, where you're out now, um, what you've enjoyed in the past, what you haven't, what equipment you have available to you, what's a realistic goal. So it always has to be um, based in like, you know I, I want you to enjoy it I want you to be I want it to be accessible to you you know I'm not gonna take somebody who has been sitting on the couch for the past five years and expect them to be in the gym five days a week like let's start with two days a week like so that's what the custom training is more and and that can be you know that is again completely custom um, totally depends on what you have available like your foundation of of movement Um, what you like, Um, everything is going to be, you know, strength-based because that is my thing. Um, You know, so there will be times where people are like, it's not not always going to be everything you want. You know, if you love high-intensity interval training, but you tell me that you're exhausted all the time, and you want to build some muscle mass, well then guess what we're not doing? (laughs) high intensity interval training. Um, So that's that program. Um, And I communicate with those people like all the time, like twice a day. um, I really make sure I'm giving you like lengthy notes. You're sending me videos, I'm sending you videos back. Um, That's that. Um, I realize that that's not the way everybody likes to train. So I've opened up three other training options that are sort of a little bit more hands-off. One is like just like a monthly workout challenge. Um, It's like 20 just different workouts. It's not necessarily a program. It's just 20 fun workouts for you to complete throughout the month because some people are more driven by variety and fun and maybe they're not at the position in their life where they're ready to hunker down and really do a program and... And that's fine whatever you know gets you moving like I'm, I'm here for it too um so that's one and then there's a a gym-based program and a home-based program which is again like a progressive program of you're doing the same thing for four weeks and you're expected to take notes on how those things went what weights you're using so you can see the difference between week one and week four and for those we have um like private facebook groups where the girls like share videos to that platform and they can give each other feedback or they can share you know their wins for the week or you know my headphones died and I still got my workout done (laughs) even though I was listening to like totally sucks like even though I was listening to everybody grunting um or you know like here's my deadlift can you check it out so that's that's been really cool too yeah so I've tried to make these like programs really um based like to, to open it up to all different kinds of of like I was saying before, like types of people who like to to work out in these different ways, so I can, you know, help and appeal to all. Because um, I think we were talking about before, like everything is going to be, everything is so personal, you know, here that like you can't just say this is the way it has to be and expect that to work for everybody. You need to be able to to mold to the person um, if you truly want to help them.
1: I have I have a, a personal question for you. Yes. What do you think that you are best at like what mm. do you think makes you unique in this space where yeah. you're gonna like carve this out so you have ladies who lift mm-hmm. but like we were talking about right before this started like there are other people training just sure. women and, and they have that strong message what do you think makes ray like special and stand yeah.
2: out i'd say first i am i'm am so good at training beginners i am very very good at taking you from absolute zero You know, I don't need anybody to have any foundation of anything to know that by the end of an hour long session, I can get you to do whatever we're doing in some way that feels good for you and that you understand it. I know that I can do that with any person off the street. Um, That didn't, I wasn't born with that. That came like with time, um, but I know that that's something I can do. I also think that I um, like have have a patience with that. That like maybe not everybody has. Um, I think that I'm also very good at. If I see that you're not connecting to this road, I can I'd be like, all right, well let's let's go down this road instead. I can um, observe that and then change the change that pattern so I can speak to you better. And I think that I'm very good at understanding that your body isn't your body isn't my body i'm not here to shove this down to shove me down your throat i'm here to make sure that you understand you and you understand you and you both understand why that's not each other and you both understand why that's not me and i think i'm able to communicate that well and then show you that well and i think that that's what i'm good at and that's why i'm good at my job.
1: I think that's why Ladies Who Live is going to continue to crush.
2: Man, let's hope. Because like, that's like the perfect that's, that's, that's it. You
1: know, that is that is the perfect intro for what you're doing. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm willing to meet you where you're at in the gym right now as a woman also. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, as much as I could do that, we, we were talking about before, like, I, I am, even though I could do it, I'm not the best person to do it. Mm-hmm. It's cool that you found something that you feel like you are good at and you are immediately relatable to other women walking in the door. It's like that's your story also. For sure. Some of that, like dark corner, come out of the dark corner, like look at me, but I'm still going through it. Like I'm still working on my shit. I'm still trying to get stronger. I'm still trying to.
2: Absolutely. Still so much to work on. Endless work.
1: (laughs) Endless work. Endless. Endless work. There's so much work to be done.
2: And I'd say that too. I'm like, this is what's beautiful and horrible. About what you're like about to step into is that you're going to get it and then we'll change something and then you don't get it and then you got to learn it again and it's like, but that's, that's what's fun about it is that like you're always going to be leveling up to yourself.
1: Yep. You're going right back up that same hill,
2: Mm -hmm. but stronger. Yes. But but stronger stronger the second time you do it and smarter. Yes, exactly. More (laughs) knowledge in your pocket.
0: Yeah. You know where the slips are coming. For sure. Yeah, that's, I love that. I think we always talk about just, like, this continued upgrade methodology. It's, like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter where you're at. And, like, what's great is, like, you could take a beginner to another level, but you could also take, like, an expert to another level. And it's, like, yeah. everybody can level up. And I think there's just something magic about finding people that want to do that.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's so cool. Or that people that want to help you do that. I mean, even, like, not even just working out, but in teaching. When I think back to the first ladies who left class, like, Oh. <laughs> like, I would never want to see footage of the First Lady's yeah, Class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope that I feel the same way three years from now, that I look at the class I just taught Sunday, and I'm like, damn, you missed, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, that's like... All you can hope is that you look back at that past self and are like you didn't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You didn't know anything.
0: Yeah, whenever I get like a new cert or learn something new and like really dive in, I'm like, gosh, it takes like, you in the face. Holy yeah. shit. But
2: I'm that's just also learning. like a beautiful thing to like I love when you hear somebody who you totally respect be like, "Hey, I made a mistake." Or, hey, or, I I or or I don't know or I don't know or like I learned something new and I used to say that it could only be this way. I was wrong and that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I think that that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that, that's a special thing. Um, we obviously you obviously know about the best day ever, like our whole sure philosophy. <laughs> so we ask everybody that comes on the show, you could wake up tomorrow. You could be anywhere. You could be in Hawaii. You could do anything yeah. you want. Um, what does the best day ever look like for Ray?
2: Okay, my best day ever. I'm definitely waking up. I think I'd wake up in like the exact house that I was in in Kauai. Um, My family would be there. My little baby niece would be there. Um, Boyfriend would be there and like a few good friends. I'd make everybody go to the gym, but then everybody would leave me alone once we're there because (laughs) I like to work out alone. Um, (laughs) We'd do that. Um, We'd all make a great breakfast together. And I then I think we'd spend like most of the day just like hanging out in the sun. Like I love, it is a rare day that I have nothing to do. And it'd be great if I have, you know, nothing to do for a few hours that day. I'm also a chronic worker. So if I like, it makes me feel good to hop on and take care of my clients for a minute. Um, and then at night, we would go to like a concert of my design, like a mini music festival of my design. Because there's nothing better than live music and seeing like a band or an artist or whoever you love to see. Live, headline it. Who's headlining? Who's headlining? Yeah. Who's headlining the
1: best Who's ever opening? Festival. Who's opening? And who's I headlining? I would have such an festival. eclectic,
2: weird. You can
0: whoever
1: you want. Whoever you want.
2: Uh, man, Anderson Pack might need to headline. Post Malone would certainly be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just saw him and he was so great. But I think Anderson Pack would need to headline because he's he's pretty dope, and he's great live. Um, yeah, and we would like it would be like a three hour long event. And we would just dance the night away, that's and then amazing. go to bed at like somehow it would magically be done at like ten thirty. <laughs> that's what time? That's I, it. Yeah, you that's can do all I you got want. in me. Yeah, yeah. So, food, friends, family, working out, music, and dancing would would culminate that best that day that, ever. That
0: is it. That's a day. Can I get an invite when you have Hell that yeah. private gonna, concert yeah, in, let me get, in Hawaii? <laughs> I'm in. get a pass. That's awesome, and I think you know we're, it's so special to to have you in here and talk about your journey from the barbells in the corner to what you're doing with ladies who lift and everything in between. Um, and it's it's just amazing. So where can people that listen to this find out about? online programming if they yeah. live in chicago about coming to ladies who lift yeah training with you find you on instagram for, sure. for inspiration where where can they find you
2: yeah so on uh instagram am um, this is all i talk about i post a ton of workouts free info um links to everything my instagram handle is ray dot who lifts um my website is ladies dash who dash lift dot com And everything lives there. Schedule for the classes. Um, I hold one level one class every month and then three level two classes every month. We also just rolled out kettlebell classes. So now there's level one and level two kettlebell classes. Yes, which um, this woman, Erin, teaches. And Erin is a super badass. So now we are growing our women, our badass ladies. Um, And those can all be found on the website too. So Instagram, website, those are the main places you can find me. I am extremely contactable, contact me. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. Any parting words for a lady who wants to start lifting?
2: Man, start doing it. Just start, go slow. Know that it's gonna take a long time. Give yourself that time. Um, Use it as, you know, a chance to experience your body and respect your body. And just like learn more about it, you know. Take your time, be patient with yourself. But Amazing. do it. But
0: just do it. But just, just do it. Just go in there just and get go. It. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Ray. Thank thanks. you guys. Have the best day ever.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: Peace.